Good love our gracious queens Are throughout their just queens Their time has come United Queendom Hello, hello, hello. I'm Ed Dyson. I'm Charlie Valentine. And we are United, United Queendom. Queendom, bringing you all things Drag Race, plus The Ed and Charlie Show, in which we help the celebs and plebs who need it the most, with their many, many, many problems. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Remember to rate, review, and always, always share. United Queendom is sponsored by Q-Bar, proud owner of the best gay bars in London. Enjoy Q-Bar, Q-Club, Little Club and She-Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and despite the name, limited queuing. Now let's get on with the show. Charlie, look over there. <gasps> what is it? It's Celebrity Drag Race. Oh, <laughs> um, falling out the sky and bombing. How do you think? Have you watched it yet? I have watched it, and I saw the the lot of shade from the RuPaul drag queens on Twitter about it. Bitter, bitter much. Bitter, the, the please. The main comment being celebrities, question mark. Oh, well, that's no question. But we're going to hopefully discuss this in a separate episode. I just wanted to bring it up because obviously there's so much drag race at the moment. Uh, it's up in the air about what to do because I know a lot of people have struggled to watch Celebrity Drag Race. I struggled as well. But I have seen it now, so I think we're going to put out an episode on Tuesday. Don't quote me on that, but that's the plan. Um, you struggle technically finding it or struggle just watching the episode? <laughs> <laughs> um, both. No, I actually liked the episode, um, but I think maybe I'm just very easily pleased when it comes to Drag Race. Uh, I do agree that I hadn't heard of any of the celebrities, but we can tuck into that when we do our episode on it. Um, hopefully all you guys listening will have seen the episode. If not, here's your heads up. Um, to watch it if you want to hear our review. Um, but into the civilian drag race, uh, season 12. Plebs. Uh, <laughs> plebs <laughs> drag race. Plebs drag race. <laughs> Plebrity drag race. We have uh, Jan is gone. Um, again, know, every shock. week it feels like a million years ago. But how do you feel about Jan's, um, Jan not being part of the show anymore, Charlie? It quite... Um... It's quite exciting because it's so rare, isn't it, when you're really shocked by someone going home. Yeah. Usually it's kind of, it's kind of like, oh, it's their time, nearly most of the time. It's very shocked when you get like a, a Manila Luzon or a... Valentina. Uh, yeah, when you're like, oh, I did not expect Jan to be going home this early. Yeah, and it's good because a lot of the time everyone says the show is rigged, but sometimes it does, um, you do get surprised and you think, oh, maybe they are actually just letting you go when it's your time to go. Oh, it's this episode when I'm surprised how rigged it was. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. I know what you mean. We will get to that. Um, so I feel like Jan is the worst loss of the season after Rockham. Uh, but like we said before, I think she'll be good for All Stars. Maybe a winner one day. Yeah, I Depen- think no, she'll definitely on the come back for All Stars. I think out of everyone who's left, well, we've probably already said this, out of everyone who's left, she's probably the most likely at the moment. And maybe Rockham. Not Dahlia Sin? God, Donna Sin's been in more episodes than most of these queens that have gone home. She's in every single episode. We might have our first broccoli winner. Uh, Yeah, she's in this episode (laughs) behind Michelle when Michelle's doing that, whatever she's doing. Um, But last week, Heidi won and she won $5,000. Dollars. So she can now say she can afford stuff. So maybe she can afford some better wigs, do you think? Exactly. For all stars, maybe. Unless she wins this season. Um... And the person who everyone thought was going to win, Gigi, she has admitted that she got cocky um, last week 
and it kind of feels like this villain edit is getting more and more apparent. Is are you feeling that? Yeah, they are trying to bring her down now, aren't they? It feels like they're giving her a pass, knowing that it's going to piss off the audience. So I feel like Gigi almost is being fed to the wolves. I don't know. But is this... Gigi does need to be fed, by the way, in some capacity. (laughs) But are they doing this, like, now? Do do you think they re-edit it, reacting to the audience? Or do you think they kind of have a storyline and just edit to that storyline? It's funny you should ask that, because my friend Katie, she asked me that yesterday. I think there's something about this season that feels like that, and I don't know if a lot of that is because of the sherry pie thing. So I think this season is unique in terms of how much ongoing editing is happening. But I think generally they just edit the whole season and let it play out. I felt like last year was another turning point for that because I feel like the show really thought Silky Nutmeg Ganache was going to be very popular, and she was for like five minutes of the first episode and then people turned on her so much I feel like season 11 was edited as it went on to make Silky look worse yeah because they knew she wasn't going down well and I wonder if that's changed the show and they're doing that more and more they're seeing that Gigi maybe wasn't as popular as they thought and now they're including more of her negative bits I really don't know but yeah it does feel like something's different and it with feels the way like they're... Sherry is yeah. suddenly getting airtime when she's being a bit bitchy. It's like we're allowed, we're allowed to give her airtime when she's being a villain. Yeah, as long as it's not positive. Yeah. Uh, you, did say, you did say a few weeks ago you thought she was going to be seen more and more because it'd be harder to edit her out as the show went on, and that is seems to be the case, doesn't it? Yeah, I just think it is a bit shady to be like, if you're going to edit her out, edit her out. Don't keep all her negative bits. That just I know. feels like kick her while she's... I know she's a... A Pride Town, she's catfish people, but don't like, I don't know. I agree with you. I wonder if in like a few years' time they might release like a Sherry's Unseen Best Bits. and Because I imagine like she's done loads of funny things on the show that we, we, we won't see. And we probably yeah. never will see. But uh, judging by how well-received she was on the show and how little of that they're showing, there must be some amazing... I bet she's got all these Ben de la Creme amazing kind of quotes that we just don't know about. Um, we get a confessional from Widow. She says, I needed my dream to be almost crushed to find out how important it was. Love you, Kansas City, but you ain't going to see me just yet. Cut to her sashaying away. (laughs) (laughs) No. Um, we get... Did you... Is Heidi now Heidi Hydrates? No, I think that was just the one gag thing. Well, it was obviously last week, but then this week she says, I'm Heidi Hydrates. So I was like, is is she settled on a name now? Because that's... Worse than her original name. I know. I think she... <laughs> she's just getting worse and worse. I think she just has to stick with Heidi now, I guess. I mean, all her social media is still in closets. I think she just has to go with it, doesn't she? I heard something interesting on a rival podcast this week, which was that somebody had heard a rumour that the N in Heidi in Closets actually stands for Nina. So it's Heidi Nina Closet which actually m- kind of makes more sense. Oh my God, you scared me there. I think you'd be like, the N stands for the N word. I was like, what? <laughs> Even I was scared as I said it and I knew I wasn't going to say it. I was it's like, just, what? It's everyone's biggest fear. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but Heidi do you... Why was it shortened then? Is I wonder Heidi if... Heidi Nina Closet is better than Heidi in Closet. I wonder if she auditioned as Heidi in the closet and someone said it's too much of a mouthful, so she shortened it and then that ended up being even more of a shade. <laughs> 
I know, because no one likes a mouthful. Well, depending on the context. Um, so, yeah, as you mentioned, Charlie, Sherry gets shady. She says to Widow, you were on the bottom. You've been flatlining, mother. Um, so, yeah, she... Do you think she would have been a bitch if we were allowed to see the full edit? No, I think they're just keeping her random bitchy bits in. And also the irony that Sherry's calling Widow mother. And it's like, Sherry, you seem like 10 years older than Widow. <laughs> But she actually is younger than us. Let's not I forget. I know, it is. But it's just like... She's that is the gag of the season. Who, if you'd have said who's like the mother of the series, you'd have been like, oh, Sherry. And then you find out she's I like would a have baby. not been gagged if someone told me Sherry was older than Rue. And yet she's old enough to be Rue's fucking child. <laughs> um, so hopefully these fans don't turn on Sherry for this shady moment. Um, I'm sure they will. <laughs> if they don't turn on Sherry. <laughs> All her fans. She doesn't get any hate mail or anything. (laughs) Um, We get... I I don't even really want to talk about this, but this mini challenge, the cat's mini challenge, what did you think of it? What? It was bizarre. They were getting the most bizarre sponsors. What was the sponsor? The kitty litter company. It says on the thing. Oh, yes. How do I keep missing... I I think I hate these things so much. I'm just completely... Pretty litter. Blinding myself. Pretty litter. Did Pretty Litter approach Drag Race or did Drag Race approach Pretty Litter? Where did this, who thought we've got to get our product on RuPaul's Drag Race? I don't know. I feel like Pretty Litter would have driven this. And I feel like the Kitty Girl tie-in, I guess, makes sense. But I don't know. I just found it really trippy. I I watched it yesterday. Yeah, I watched it when I was hungover again yesterday. And I was just like, I can't actually handle this. Um, But who did you think was good? I did like Jackie. I thought she committed to a character. I like. I loved Crystal's outfit. I don't know something about it. And he's kind of like nonchalant cat. I yeah, love and I loved nonchalant. her weird delivery. I loved um, Heidi was cute as well. I do love Heidi. Although the shoe, you know, I'm a sh- the Heidi shoes. She wore those the in her show. advert last week, <laughs> and they were gross. I controversially, I, I know it's like everyone's on a Gigi hate train, but I really found Gigi very funny in this. Oh. She called the ball of yarn an unfinished garment and then she rolled around in it and said, I seem to be stuck. And it's something about her delivery that I find very funny is quite different for Drag Race. I thought that was really clever. Yeah, she's quite dry. Um, I love that <laughs> Rue is cackling a lot in this episode. There's a lot of what seemingly fake laughter. Did you clock that? It is. I feel like we might be getting high before the episode. Um, But yeah, let's just skip through this bit because we have 40 hours of Drag Race this week and this cat challenge (laughs) is not the one. But Jackie wins, uh, so you agree with that? Yeah, I think I do. I would have given it to Gigi, but yeah, I'm happy with the Jackie win. Uh, She's won a couple of minis now. Do you actually think winning... This is hard to say. Winning minis matters. Winning minis matters, that's a good drag name. No, it's not. I think maybe psychologically, like in the workroom, it shows that you're standing out. But I don't think it's the actual competition. I think so it's as good we know, help... freaking doing well in the challenges doesn't even let you stay. <laughs> we'll find out later in the episode. That is true. God, you are a bit of filter today, I can tell. I am, because um, I was bamboozled by this episode. Absolutely it was, bamboozled. It was a very weird episode from start to finish. Like on second watch, I realised I do like the episode, but it just doesn't... It feels very odd. Um... And we get the main challenge, which is uh, they're all running for drag queen president, um, which they've done before. Obviously, in the UK, we have had a drag prime minister uh, because Theresa May obviously was a woman dressed as a man. 
<laughs> um, but we've done this challenge before. It was on season four and season eight. Um, oh, I've only just noticed. That's all every four years then, is it? Oh, that, and that's they how do- elections work. Yeah, they do it every presidential year. Oh my God, I literally just clicked that as I was repeating it. That's very clever. I have to say, I don't... The season four one's iconic. I don't remember the season eight one. The season eight one, I think they were paired up. I don't know if that made it less memorable. I think Bob and Derek won as a duo. Was that the president camp? But they made like a video campaign. It wasn't like they stood on a podium. And I think Derek was eating babies. Do you remember that? Oh. So it was a bit different from this. I remember the season four one. I remember Chad Michaels was like a disco girl in her bones. Do, up, do, red, (laughs) yellow, green. Yeah, I remember that. I think... Red, yellow, green, I remember that. That was so good. Season eight to me is quite forgettable in general. And season four is obviously iconic. Um, So I think this president uh, episode will probably fall somewhere in between. But they call it Choices 2020. Hey, Tatiana. I know, and she tweeted, where's my check? Do you, th- do you think she should have kind of been credited with that? Or do you think it, it doesn't really matter? <laughs> uh, I don't think it matters. I do love it when Drag Race references itself. I think it's really fun. Oh, definitely, yeah. I feel like giving cam- uh, Tatiana a little cameo might have been cute, especially because they've traditionally treated her quite badly on the show with Rigor well, Morris. I think all the cameo spots were taken up by Dahlia Sin. I know, that bloody broccoli has ruined it for everyone. <laughs> Um, speaking of Tati, season two, we now get brought out a season two legend, Raven. Uh, Raven uh, needs to be a permanent fixture every episode. She was so good. She's really good. Do you think it's weird that she got brought out for, for this challenge, political? It is, but I think, I'm guessing they bring her out, she came out last season now, she came out in UK, I think because she's RuPaul's, um... Makeup artist, and they just bring her out every season now, randomly, I, when they need someone. I think she was also in the... Was she at the beginning of this season in the fashion show as well, I think? Uh, Just sat there, I think, in a T-shirt. And um, maybe. So, we, I mean... I um, love... And she... I have to say, if I... If I... I if I was one of the Rue girls, I think I'm half Raven, half Trixie Mattel. Oh, so uh, one with a lot of makeup then. Yeah. You go for two I big just she was such good advice. I loved her. I think she needs to come back every week. Make Raven a permanent judge. I think I'm 50% Alaska and 50%... Um... Penetration. <laughs> I'll take any penetration. Um, but can we just... I'm going to just be shady for a second. Um, Raven's outfit. Bear in mind, Raven hosts fashion photo review, so her job is to critique outfits. The tuck was big. It was a meaty tuck. It wasn't even like a meaty tuck. It was just all very swollen around there I don't think that was all dick I think it was like a weird vagina pad <laughs> but um, I mean the look was kind of fine I just think because Raven um, is on that pedestal of uh, with Raja critiquing every runway look I, I'm surprised she doesn't kind of come out in something a little bit more gaggy yeah so I'm giving it a boot which she can't complain about um, and do you also think that maybe Raven is more just like because she does Rue's makeup, like, if they just need a drag queen, she's just there as a backup, rather than, oh, we're booking you, Raven, for two months' time. Do you think she's always got drag on standby? I think so. I bet she does. And I bet if someone pulls out, they'll just quickly bring in <laughs> Raven. Also, I'm looking at it now. Raven in, like, six-inch heels is the same height as RuPaul. 
Yeah, she's big. Uh, but I agree with you, she was amazing in this. She gave good advice and she's just like cool. There's something cool about Raven. Oh, she is. What a queen. Um, so she does the walkthrough with Rue and they speak to Heidi and Heidi says, no more closets ever! Which is referencing <laughs> her lost surname. Um, and then, yeah, Raven gives the advice, fuck the GOP and get into the GAP. <laughs> I can relate. And, and RuPaul goes into cardiac arrest at this point. It's like <laughs> possibly the most Ru has ever laughed on the show, which I'm not sure. You, was it that funny? <laughs> it was funny. It's like when Ru, uh, it's when um, Vivian as Trump was like Michelle's pussy smells like Mexican food. He lost it as well. Do you remember that? Yeah. I'm, one of the, I think the most I've ever seen Ru laugh on the show is All Stars 2 Reunion when Alaska threw that uh, fake leg. I think it became a bit of a meme because Rue... I think it's because Rue had fillers at the time and the way she was laughing, she started to look like a like d- d- kind of weird hamster. Um, but this <laughs> might be more laughter because she really finds this funny. But um, I was reading on Reddit and people were speculating that Raven is responsible for Rue's face so maybe Rue knows who to suck up to. <laughs> so like no matter what Raven says, Rue's like, <laughs> please don't make me look ugly. Do you think uh, Raven does Rue's boy face as well? Because he's very, he's naturally very freckly, but obviously on the show he's smooth skin. That's interesting. I've never thought about that. I imagine um, it's probably, if you can do drag makeup, it's probably quite easy to do boy makeup. So I imagine yeah. she could do both. Whereas a lot of makeup artists who are professional makeup artists actually struggle with drag makeup, don't they? Because it's, it's a different set of rules. Yeah. I believe. Um... We get a walkthrough with Gigi and she says that she finds politics terrifying. What do you make of this? Yeah, it just shows a bit of a, a weak spot. I don't... Well, I mean, to be fair, Gigi is one of the better queens in terms of... You know, I'm very particular. I think drag queens need to reference the world around them. Yeah. That's what I look for on a queen, is someone who can reference politics yeah. and culture and music and art. So I think, she, And she has done pretty well, but she needs to swat up. I think this is one um, area where you could take age into account because, I mean, we're politically engaged, but I I don't know about you, but when I was her age, is she 21, 22? 21, isn't that insane? Yeah, I definitely was not interested in politics at that time. Um, So I'm kind of torn because a lot of people are saying, Gigi, this is actually like quite a terrible thing for her to admit to. And it shows her she has a lot of privilege, um to be able to not engage. But on the other hand, I do empathise at that age, like... I don't know, it's a hard one, because, like, in America at the moment with Trump, like, I think it's probably different from when we were 21. Like, it's... You, you kind of need to be more engaged, I think. I don't know. Yeah, no, I think so. Although I felt this episode was a bit... banging on the anti-Trump bandwagon, and it just felt a bit... Yeah, you're preaching to the choir. If you're watching Drag Race... You probably not vote for Trump. That's a very small demographic of Trump voters well, and drag race lovers. I was speaking to someone about this yesterday, actually. I agree. I think, obviously, it makes sense that the show would... Because the, the morals that the show stands up for are a lot of things that Trump is against. But I'm surprised how brazenly kind of out there they were as anti-Trump. Because I, I imagine... Drag Race is a really popular show. I imagine a lot of viewers who watch it did vote for Trump. Because, um, you know, not every... Trump supporter, I think, in America is kind of out on the streets, openly racist, openly anti-immigration. There's a lot 
I don't know. I think a lot of people in America don't engage with politics and are just voting for him because they find him funny on TV. So they probably are watching Drag Race and finding it funny. <laughs> so I don't know. It's quite brave. I guess it's brave of the show to do it. But on one but hand, I always feels, think... Okay. No, go ahead. I think it, it does, although it does feel a bit like they've gone around the room and everyone's kind of expressed how they're not engaged with politics, but then go massive anti-Trump rants. So it just feels a bit... Well, you're all lacking credibility then. If you've all, apart from Jackie, I think, expressed a lack of interest in politics, but all suddenly have these very articulate opinions about Trump. Yes. Um, I always think in things like this, it's good to get both sides of the conversation. If you're going to get this political, maybe there should be someone there to represent the other side. But I also understand how that would absolutely not work on TV. Um, but I feel <laughs> yeah. like it's better to engage in an actual debate and have someone represented from the other side. But yeah, obviously, it's drag race, it's light, and I guess there's no place for that. But there was something a bit weird about this episode for multiple reasons get crystal's parents on the show <laughs> oh god yeah that's true do you think they'll come to the finale if she's in the finale and they'll all be getting booed oh my god <laughs> well what finale but, but people pointed this out on reddit and i wanted to mention it which is that um Gigi got kind of a complete pass for not um engaging in politics but previously on the show like Aja was eliminated just for not knowing one reference and i think there's been other instances of it as well so it feels like Gigi is getting a bit of a easy ride on all this. Yeah, no, it does seem. It does seem that. I wasn't... See, I still had problems with their Dior look last week, which I know you said was, like, possibly a favourite of the whole series. But that yeah. wasn't a wedding dress, was it? Uh, I would get married in that look. Um, <laughs> if, if, if anyone would agree to marry me. But luckily, that's not an issue. Um, we get Raven giving some advice to Widow. She... Oh. Thank God she did about those shoes. Bloody hell. Those... I, I haven't noticed this, but you know, I seem to have shoe blindness. So has Widow wears... been wearing them all the time? She wears these like low heeled, like, they look like character shoes you'd wear in like an A-level drama play. They're <laughs> so awful. Have you ever heard the term biscuit baskets before? Bis- I think Latrice used to say it, those biscuits. <sighs> Because, you know, did we talk about this before? That biscuit is, uh, like, I think it's like a hash brown or a dumpling in America. It's not like what we, yeah, like a yeah, cookie. Like chicken and biscuit. Yeah, it's like a potato-y, dumpling-y thing. Yeah. So, gravy. I mean, I guess we don't really need to get into all that. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's why we were talking about it. Because Jesus is a biscuit, let him map you up. Yeah. See, we're getting to the real social issues in this political episode. And I'm glad Raven just told us straight to her face. That's why you need Raven every episode. Raven is the only person apart from you who is more of a shoe Nazi. Sorry, I shouldn't <laughs> yeah. say Nazi, should I? Um, <laughs> Widow wants to do being comfortable in the body you're in. Raven's like, bitch, you're not really running for president. You're running for America's Next Drag Superstar. <laughs> I don't know what that's like. That was good. <laughs> I thought, like, Rue was going to look at it and be like, did you not win? Because, you know, Rue famously doesn't remember who won or who anyone is. But <laughs> Especially now that the winner of season two is Persona Non Grata. Did you read about this? Uh, like something happened recently. I know yeah. there was stuff like... The last thing I heard about her was when she threatened to bomb DragCon. Was that last year? Oh, yeah. like uh, It was two weeks ago. Tyra announced retirement from drag. So she says she only wants to be referred to as... I think her name is James, uh, her boy name. So she, Tyra in drag will not be happening anymore. Oh. Which is a shame. She is an amazing drag queen. She does seem like a troubled person but she's you couldn't deny she turned those looks and she's fierce um but it does make it 
easier for the winner's season because Tyra was one of the kind of obstacles for that because it seemed like they wouldn't have her back but also it would be weird to leave someone out so I guess she's ruled herself out of that now yeah um just as an aside um I really liked Jackie's dinosaur jumper did you clock that I didn't she wore this white jumper with like black t-rexes on it it's really oh, cool I see, I see it i see it it's cute it's cute if anyone knows where that's from i f- thought you might know like recognize what the brand might be i would like Put it i had a similar experience when i saw a jumper on gogglebox and i wanted Ooh, who it. was wearing it on gogglebox the brother and sister up north <gasps> oh my god i'm so glad you mentioned them i only realized the other day i'm an avid viewer that they're brother and sister i thought they were boyfriend and girlfriend no they constantly mention sex to each other have you not noticed he they just constantly talk about masturbating and sex and virginity and it's like i would not talk to my brother or sister like that <laughs> i mean they are from but- up north i wonder if they could be both <laughs> i'm just saying but yes yeah, so she, ha- um, she put a jumper and then i didn't know so i put it on instagram and our lovely listeners got in touch with me and found me the website oh well i hope this happens here um, it kind of looks like a, something that David would wear on Shit's Creek. I know you don't watch Shit's Creek, but um, it's, yeah, black and white and it's very stylish, so I want it. Not good for the summer, but I want it. Um, but more importantly, Jackie also comes out as Canadian, which is very brave. Um, did you <laughs> did you clock she was Canadian before? I forgot. She did. I remember in like the Meet the Queen, she was about being Canadian and I totally forgot. Yeah, I'm a little she... confused. I don't Me want to get too. old immigration lawyer on her. Yeah. But she, but she kips. Kips? Well, what accent was that? Is that Canadian? <laughs> she kips. <laughs> <laughs> but like, sh- are you American? Are you Canadian? Or are you Iranian? What's going on, Jackie? Because I'm getting all three at the moment. And what, well, I don't, she, she keeps referring to her country. And basically, like AOC last week, she was talking about her country and her mum being here. So it's like, are your mum and you... Americans now, but then she said she's not an American because she can't vote. So she's on. I don't. I'm not trying to get all like. Does she need to be deported? But I just mean, <laughs> like, please don't call she, ice. She keeps. Refer- I don't know. And it's like when she keeps like she talks when she gets emotional. It's about this country and Trump and the Muslim travel ban. It's like, but you're Canadians. So is your or is your all, all your family live in America now? I did. It was a bit. Well, I have, a, a I have a stupid question to ask as well. You said she's Iranian, and I know she said that before, but isn't she also Persian? Can you be both? So, like, Persian is uh, the old word for Iran. So oh, is Persian no longer a country? No. The Persian Empire was, like, years ago. So, like, Iran is modern Persia. The same as, like, what was that one? Um, Yugoslavia. That doesn't exist anymore. That's now, what is it? Czech Republic? Ah! Why am I, like, oh, you're thinking, why am I yeah, exposing myself as no, an idiot? Yugoslavia is now like Montenegro and Herzegovina and North Macedonia. Okay. So in terms of what you were talking about, I think you definitely need a working visa in America to um, be on Drag Race. So she must have that. I think she grew up in Canada, but is of Persian or Iranian heritage. I think her mum is a full-blown American citizen and she talked about that earlier in the season. But I don't think... I think Jackie still lives in Canada but has got a working American visa. Oh, OK. It's just when she said stuff like, oh, the Trump's travel ban has personally affected my family. So, oh, but are your 
So your family in America? So where does the Canadian bit come into it? I didn't quite understand. Yeah, I think maybe maybe her mum is American, her dad is Canadian, and she is maybe American Canadian with Iranian heritage. I don't know. It is complicated. It's very hard to follow. But I fully believe whatever she says. I'm not casting any doubt on her. <laughs> <laughs> How many we got into the frick- a debate about the immigration status of one of the queens? <laughs> I know. Let's get back to their shoes. <laughs> so uh, Crystal's talking about uh, she wanted to do an arts and craft idea. And Rue just straight away was like, boring. And Raven was like, if that's in there, get rid of it. Um, I do think that was good advice, don't you? It did not sound cute what she was planning. I thought I was a little worried for Crystal here. I was like this. I knew she was, I thought she was going to struggle in this challenge and I was a little worried that she was going to be overshadowed. And Crystal says, I know what Rue sees. I know that Rue sees what's in me. And I was thinking, yeah, her cock. Um, (laughs) That's the key to the success. Uh, And then we find out who the guest judges are. Amazing. Rachel Bloom and Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. That is the most random drag race judge I can think of. (laughs) Um, Are you fans of both of these individuals? I love Jeff Goldblum. I have to say, I don't know much about Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. I've only seen five episodes. They're just very long. They are long. You famously hate musicals, though, don't you? But it's kind of a musical. The thing about Crazy Ex-Girlfriend is I feel like I'm just waiting for the song and I feel like I watch the song and then I'm just texting while she's talking. And then when she starts singing again, I'll drop my phone and watch it. Oh, no, I really like the actual comedy in it. I think it's a really good show um, with really good characters. I need to rewatch it all, actually. I've only watched it once. But I love Rachel Bloom. She's amazing. And I love Jeff Goldblum. Well, do, do I love Jeff Goldblum? I guess I'm very interested in him. So I was excited that he was a judge. But apart from Jurassic Park, I don't think he has many films that I love. Can you think of any? Um, oh, my God. Now I've gone blank. He's in The Fly. The fly is funny, but is the fly meant to be funny? Because I feel like I was laughing at it, not with it. Yeah, I think it's like a horror comedy. And there's Independence Day. He's in that, isn't he? Which I famously hate. Well, not famously. I just don't like it. Famously, <laughs> <laughs> everyone. You all read about it in the magazines. <laughs> <laughs> so, I need a reality check, like Gigi Good. I can't <laughs> believe they got him to do this sketch show. Like, there must be one thing. Just being asked, oh, come and drag race and, like, be on the panel. But be like, you've got to chair a presidential debate. And it's like, what? Yeah, you're so right. That is just, like, begging to be cancelled in 2020, which we get to that later. He does cause controversy. But, like, it just ticks a lot of boxes for PR nightmare, really. But um, it, it must have been am- it's amazing for Rachel Bloom to find out that she got to do the whole thing with Jeff Goldblum. Because that's kind of a, just a coincidence that she got that episode with him. But imagine finding out you're going to spend all day with him. That's amazing. <laughs> I have actually met Jeff Goldblum, you won't be shocked to know. And he is very, very weird in real life. This is not an act. He's a very eccentric old man. <laughs> um, oh, do you fancy him, by the way, Charlie? That's what I meant to ask. Jeff Goldblum? No. Um, I only ask because so that was like a lot of what people were saying on social media was kind of dribbling over him. You know, he's 67. Oh, really? He's yeah, very so stylish. He, he looks really good for his age. He's got amazing teeth. He's, he seems to be more handsome now than he was when he was younger. Um, so I get why people um, were into that. But I can't believe he is 67 and Sherry Pie is 20... Was it 26, <laughs> we said? Sorry, I can't 20, move on from this. It's just so 27, shocking. I think. Jesus Christ. Um... So we're on elimination day. 
uh, Jackie says it do take nerd, which was a little quote that I liked. <laughs> that was a pun I enjoyed. And then we get the revelation that Crystal says her parents voted for Trump. What did you make of this whole segment? I not well. I was a bit. Uh, I was a bit worried because I thought, oh, why are they giving Crystal airtime? Does that mean she's for the chop? Oh yeah, you're very aware of the edit when you're watching the episode, yeah. aren't you? But then I feel like they're just giving Crystal airtime because she's not. She doesn't cause much drama or, or like draw attention to herself. So I think whenever she opens her mouth, I'm like, quick, get it on camera. Crystal Method, your parents voted for Trump. Sashay away. <laughs> Imagine you've just eliminated on the spot. <laughs> uh, but Jackie's horrified by this. Uh, I do understand, because when I was 13, I actually found out both my parents um, were straight, which was very shocking <laughs> to me at the time. But I still love them. Um, and then Jackie kind of goes off on Trump ruining her family and that's where I guess we weren't listening to this because we were trying to figure out the family tree <laughs> but there is a story in there somewhere so basically her auntie who I assume is from Iran was not allowed to visit America to see her sick sister because of the Trump um, travel ban yeah that's right isn't it can I just say something as an aside and this may be controversial but it shouldn't be aside today you're like yeah <laughs> <laughs> um this is, uh, yeah, do, I don't know if people know this, but you know Obama introduced that ban? It was his proposal. Trump was the one who followed through on it. But, um, yeah, I just think that's worth pointing out because I think it's... Ooh. Obviously, I'm very anti-Trump, but I think a lot of the time he sometimes is demonised for things that were actually going on before he was in power. Um, but because Barack Obama obviously is seen as this, like, beacon of everything amazing... Um, I think people sometimes conveniently cherry-pick the facts in all this stuff. It was actually Barack Obama who introduced that proposal. But we'll just leave that there. <laughs> and I think that's a good time to take a break and digest that bombshell. So bear with and we'll be back in a second. Bye! <laughs> United Queendom is sponsored by Q-Bar, who provide the best gay night out in London. Enjoy Q-Bar, Q-Club... Little Q and She Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and, despite the name, limited queuing. Now let's get on with the show. Can we kick off part two with To The Moon? Yes, we can. Three, two, one, let's do it. Two, 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 to the moon. To the moon. To the moon. Come on and take me away. Two, 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 to the moon. Hi, guys. Hi, Moon. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. A little bird tells me you have a question. I do. I do have a quick question. Um, I noticed the last few weeks, um, why does Jackie always have those bits of sellotape on her eyes when she's sort of in the workroom and, and all sorts of places? Charlie, why do you think this is? Isn't it for Paul the skin back? Isn't RuPaul famously like tape? Well, maybe not anymore now she's had all the work done. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Don't sue well, me, RuPaul. <laughs> I thought that at first, but I think that tape is usually at the top of your head to kind of give you, like, a facelift. Um, so I think maybe... Do you think maybe she's, like, waxing under her eyes? She's famously hairy. Or is it like, a line? Because if you, like, put makeup yes. over it, and when you peel it off, it would have a, like, dead straight line? I don't know. Yeah, because they do that sometimes. They put, like, something against, like, Trixie puts, like, a piece of paper and then like, gets that line to create the the contour. So maybe she, Jackie's eye makeup involves a line that she needs to do? Possibly. 
Yeah, but we will get to the bottom of this because you're not the first person to ask Moon. Yeah, I've noticed it for the last few weeks and uh, kept meaning to ask you guys. I was quite intrigued. You've not slept in weeks, have you? Tossing and turning. Well, that's a bit graphic. Um, Moon, should we get into your outfit? Oh, yeah, okay. I hope you're not wearing biscuit baskets. Don't have the brisket baskets. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a prescription for that? Um, My hair's looking less like Hitler this week. Oh, yeah, I need to stop mentioning Hitler on the podcast. That is top of my... Moon, you've worn that jumper before. Sorry, I I, um, (gasps) can't remember if I've worn it or not. You have. This is like when queens reuse their promo looks. Oh, terrible. I'm in trouble. You're like the Aiden Zane. (laughs) (laughs) Using her wigs. I'm sorry, my dear, but you are up for elimination. I'll I'll step my pussy up next week. (laughs) (laughs) This is what a uh, celebrity drag race is like. When straight men use the lingo, it's so much uh, more fun than when gays do it. (laughs) Weekend defender shirt. Um, but yeah, it's a good, it's a good jumper. We'll call it a classic, uh, a classic redo. Yeah, we'll sort it for next week. <laughs> Thank you. We've lit a fire under your ass. You're going to come back stronger. Definitely. Um, speaking of stepping your pussy up, Charlie, do you think that Rue has stepped her runway pussy up? No, she stepped it right down for me. Yeah, I didn't like the red wig. I mean, the pastel dress is cute, but I think it would look better with a blonde hair. The band makes her forehead look huge. Um, I do think that it feels like the wigs and dresses are being decided blindly this year and like the the same person is not coming up with them both and styling them together. They aren't. I'm not liking it at all. Um, I'm, for the first time ever since she joined the show, Michelle is away. I think it's the first time ever. I don't even remember her not she? being on the panel. Um, I don't know. I... I wondered if it's because Jeff Goldblum is contracted to only appear on screen with dinosaurs um, in the Jurassic Park <laughs> franchise. Um, but no, seriously, I thought um, Michelle has that new pilot with BBC. Is it BBC Three? I think she was out filming. I wondered. I thought maybe it's something work related. It must have been something that she they knew she was not going to be there for for her to have recorded the the skit that she did. So I don't think she was just ill last minute. Um, maybe like a surgery, like a facelift or something. But you would get you'd get that before. Um, also, if it was that, you'd she'd be missing in future episodes, which I don't think she is. When is it? It wasn't anything strictly related, was it? Was this filmed last summer? Maybe it was strictly related. Yeah, maybe she had to start training or go to the UK for press promo or something. Something. Yeah, I hope we get to the bottom of this. We're, we're throwing a lot of mysteries up in the air this episode. Yeah. Oh, like Agatha Christie, this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now we get into this weird debate um, hosted by, by Jeff Goldblum and Richard... Uh, Richard Bloom? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that is so shady, Rachel Bloom. Um, what were your kind of highlights from this debate? Oh my god, highlights. I mean, this was a bit of a shit show, no? Is that just me? I thought this I was insane. People online were saying that they thought it was weirdly edited, which I agree with. I think that it's not necessarily the Queen's did a really bad job. I just think it was... You know, like in Snatch Game, you have Rue laughing when it's funny and not when it's not, and that gives you some direction. I feel like there was not a lot of indication for us as to who was doing well or not, which I think we need. Because we're stupid. 
<laughs> no, um, but it's so true. We need that direction. Drag race depends on that because objectively, everyone does bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jackie does the Canada joke a lot. Did you think she kind of made it tiresome? I okay. This is where I'm bam damn boozled. The challenge ended, and I said, "Oh, Jackie finally got her win." Yeah. I thought Jackie won the challenge. I am so bamboozled by this selection. I didn't think Jackie won, but I definitely didn't think she was in the bottom. But I do think everyone was much of a muchness. I don't think there were any major standouts. I thought I did think Jada was the best, actually, because I thought the look over there thing was funny. I, the only one that, I mean, I was literally cackling at Heidi and her silly reactions. Yeah. And when... the be- My moment was when... Someone, was it Gigi? Gigi or Jade was saying something and Rachel Bloom says, are you having a stroke? Do you smell toast? And Heidi just went, I love toast. <laughs> <laughs> that she was She killed funny. me. Or when someone said, I think Widow had an insult at someone else and you just hear Heidi in the background going, the slander. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good Heidi impression. Oh my God, Heidi killed me this challenge. She was just, I mean, talk about being on... As in, when everyone else was only on when they were speaking, Heidi was reacting and giving you little reaction can shots. You do, can you do the whistle for us again? Shaft and shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I was a bit confused about this. Does Gigi do the robot again, or is that just like a throwback joke? No, she does it again. She's pretending to be a robot. And again, why did Sherry get clocked for doing another similar character? Gigi's done it in a... Again, done a robot and didn't get clocked for it. Especially because robot is quite a weird thing to do. Like, I know Sherry Pie's getting clocked for doing old lady, but she's doing lots of different types of old lady. Whereas Gigi just keeps being a robot. It's very weird. (laughs) It's so weird why she didn't get clocked for it. Gigi was terrible. I didn't think she was that bad. She did make me laugh. Something about her dry delivery I do find funny, but I thought she clearly was for the bottom. Because I thought no one was a complete disaster. So I thought she would be in the bottom for this, for sure. It was shenanigans and tomfoolery and I can't. I generally, generally thought, well, Jackie's got her... I thought Jackie looked the best. I thought yeah. she looked like she could actually be, like, on a debate stage. I, I thought Widow actually was... looked good in terms of as a politician. But I guess that was her critique, was she took it too seriously. Yeah. Um, did you, do you think we're speaking about queens relying on crutches do you think Crystal and her mullet is a crutch or do you think she's clever to keep utilising that I think she's clever but I just thought I didn't think she was that I mean again I love her but I was just like was Crystal that funny I like the fact that when Crystal I think they kind of said this to Jackie like if you're going to do the same joke over and over again you have to keep making it more and more absurd and Crystal keeps surprising us with it like I wasn't expecting her to do that this episode so I think she's doing it in a good way um, but I did agree Jackie didn't take the Canada joke quite far enough. She kind of started strong and then it just stayed at the same pace. Um, did you pick up on the fact that Jeff Goldblum wants to fuck Jada Essence Hall? <laughs> no, I didn't. Yeah, if you rewatch the episode, you quite clearly see Jeff Goldblum wants to tap that ass. It's quite, quite <laughs> clear. Um, did, did you find the look over there thing funny? It, oh, she got a lot of airtime in this challenge, didn't she, Jada? Look I over did. there! It's such a stupid joke, but it did work for me. I liked it. It must have been so... And also filming this, because obviously there's no, there's no audience to laugh. It must be like just... 
the camera crew just be like, what is going on? <laughs> just feel like, um, film, cause famously, Snatch Game, obviously when it's filmed, there's no audience. And so you're just like, the queens are just telling jokes into a complete silence, apart from Rue occasionally laughing. It must be so weird to film. Yeah, they say it's very, very awkward on the Snatch Game set. And I imagine this is quite similar. Because uh, they don't want to laugh at each other's jokes because they don't want to help the competition, do they? No, Although Heidi did probably... crack on this. She laughed at uh, Jada's comments. Oh, my God. Heidi's face was just... I do love toast. <laughs> killed me. She killed me. Um, Jeff ends this segment saying, Tomorrow, come early and also vote. So I thought that was a nice little joke to end on. Yeah. Um, especially from a 67-year-old straight man. Although I don't know if he is straight. I don't know how he yeah. identifies, but he looks like someone who would have sex with men to me. Is that... Are we allowed to say that? Yeah, you're allowed to say that. Yeah, let's go with that. Um, should we get into the runway? Yeah, bring it to the runway. Uh, Crystal, I don't even know how to describe this outfit. She says it's like a th- mismatched thrift shop kind of affair. Oh, did I say what the runway was? It's What is it? God bless America? Stars and stripes forever. Stars and stripes forever. Uh, so Crystal has... Um, did you like Crystal's thing? I love well, we know the you hair like thing. and the hat. It was a little... I know she was going for, like, mismatched textures. I think I like it from the waist up. I thought the skirt and was basic, and then it was just a red pump. But I yeah, it was I like, cute. It's the idea. She doesn't... I really like Crystal's concept. She doesn't really nail them, though. I like her aesthetic. I love the fact... I feel like you can't compare it to anyone else. I feel like she's just compared to herself. But coming back off of her runway last week, which was her corpse bride, it's nowhere near on that level. So by her own yeah. standard, this could have been maybe better. And similarly, Heidi, I think, is someone like that. And this week, I love it for her. I love it. It's so cute and fun. Sequins, red wig. And um, it looks polished for, for Heidi because that's been her issue. Sometimes she's a bit like rough around the edges but this looked yeah. like a full look it looked cute i liked it it was adorable she looks good in red hair she, stick with red. she does look good in red hair and then widow did a black panther uh look which is a very cool and interesting take on the uh brief did you like it i hated the stars I yeah the stars uh, were like it was like children's clothes crafty stuck on the side yeah i hated the stars would you think it was a bit of an afterthought? She wanted to do Black Panther and then, because the runway was stars, she kind of just thought, oh, I'll stick yeah, these on. Yeah, she should have done something better with the stars. I thought they just really cheap, just stuck on the side. Yeah, but I love the statement of the outfit. Um, Sherry did like a Ameri- Americana look. I didn't love Which this. is appropriate. She looks like a hillbilly and she's drinking <laughs> some sort of beer. Um, did you like it? I didn't love it. I like that it was a new silhouette for her. Yeah. I just think it was very hillbilly. It wasn't like... I'm getting flashbacks of Eureka doing a very hillbilly look. Have I got that right? With like a cigarette hanging out her mouth. Have I made that up? She. D- I remember in the... Um, for a mini challenge, which was as a boy, they had to do... What was it? Trade. Oh, and Lumberjacks. Was it that one? Or was I that a different... Eureka I know, maybe did she did one. do a different one. Well, she did Tony Boo Boo. That's quite Is hillbilly. it? It might have been... I'm not even sure she was on that. Was she on the season where they had to do a hometown look and a Gaga look? Oh, oh yeah, I think that is it. I and think her she did do that. hometown look was real hillbilly. That yeah, right? you're right. And did she have like a little baby and like a... Yeah. Cigar? Oh, yeah. I feel like that's good, what they should have been. Back. Yeah, More if you're going to do it, yeah. take it further. 
I mean, she actually did. Sherry did uh, Elvis earlier in the season, didn't she? With those wing, uh, was yeah. it wings? Cape. Yeah. I mean, and um, I feel like maybe that would have been a good idea for this, or maybe they're too similar. So I don't know. Something didn't work for me. Also, if this they've done a, has there been a similar theme before? I feel like I've seen like Americana flag, red, white, and blue before. I'm going mad. I definitely think someone's done it before. I mean, I think Alaska on All Stars did a, kind of an American flag uh, trousers look, but that was the the brief for that one was what was it? Oh, it was like, trousers, pants I feel like on the I've runway. Seen this theme before of like red, white, and blue stars and stripes. I don't know. Maybe I'm going mad. Um, yeah, I can't think of it. Maybe we'll get back to you on that one. Yeah, um, write, write me a postcard, listeners. Send your complaints straight to Charlie. Um, Jackie comes out in a political statement in a kaftan and a hijab, which is in the style of an American flag. It is. This feels like, yeah, it's special, doesn't it? It feels good. I like the statement. I like the idea. It's not the prettiest of dresses. It's just, it doesn't feel draggy enough. It feels like the hijab's quite... I don't know if she should have done, like, huge hair and done a hijab over it. She couldn't have cinched, like, a, in a hijab, <laughs> though, could she? That would have kind of ruined it a little bit. I don't know. There's something, maybe it's the red she chose. It's not popping. <laughs> I love the idea of the hijab. It just didn't feel draggy enough. I think it's good that she did it tastefully, because I think but this one needed to be respectful. Those- Arab women are so draggy. When you look at those Arab women, their makeup is so big and they have huge eyelashes. I, know, I feel we're, like Arab women are quite, are quite draggy already. We're getting into Sex and the City 2 territory here, aren't we? <laughs> you know, where they sh- yeah. the, the women at the end lift their attire <laughs> to show, like, glittery shoes and everyone called the movie racist. It feels <laughs> a bit like that. Um, OK, I'm going to show my ignorance again now. Gigi, uh, she was doing what she called Quaker Oats Fantasy, what is this a reference to? Is this to the Declaration of Independence? Yeah, I think it's like the American Civil War. The Civil War. So is, it, is she dressed as a specific person or just what the American uniform was? I think it's just a uniform. But then she said, are you a red coat or not? So I'm guessing... Oh, no. Like I'm sure it's the American Civil War or if it's the War of Independence. And they're saying like, oh, are you on the British or the Americans? I see. Um, maybe it's because I don't know a lot about American history, but I didn't like this look. There was no stars. And I don't know, like, oh, stars and strike can mean just America. It just felt a bit like, no. They didn't say, like, American, I don't know, where were the stars? Especially to me, well, Jeff Goldblum. Especially <laughs> to me because she um, sets the standard for the runway. So I just yeah. felt this was disappointing. Um, and what did you think of Jada's American superhero take on the runway? I thought her body looked amazing. Well, always. I bet she made this as well. And she walks like a woman. She, like, just walks so feminine. Do you know what I mean? When she walks out of the runway, it's like, my God, you like a woman. And that um, face is just beat for God. Is that what you say? Beat for the yeah. gods? <laughs> Not beat for the specifically God. don't do it for me. It takes it into a costume. That's I what I wrote, costumey. I felt it was just getting a little bit into Party City territory where you belong. <laughs> um, we get the critiques finally Sherry's getting some negative critiques well she's been getting and they them show it the fan in full. Base, but <laughs> Carson says she needs to give a variety of characters um, do you agree with that? 
I don't think so. They are older women, but I don't. I think her Catherine Hepburn is very different from the gay's anatomy. Yeah, I agree. Um, I just went. Gigi's done two robots. <laughs> I think she's done three robots. I think she did one in a mini challenge. Well, she um, does freaking robots. <laughs> the first robot to win Drag Race. Um, Jeff says he loves redheads, so all the gays in America are going to be grabbing their red wigs now because everyone's thirsty <laughs> for that sixty-seven-year-old man. Um, and then we get an emotional moment because Widow's crumbling under the critique because they're saying oh, she's not gosh. funny enough. Right again. She says she stayed up till four in the morning and it was all for nothing. <laughs> Do you think she needs to toughen up? I think it must be... I think it's just hard, in it? When you think you've done well every week and you get told you're not funny enough. And also that's quite a... Well, maybe it's for me. Maybe because I do comedy, but it's like... Imagine just standing on stage and four people to be like, you're just not funny. Like, great, <laughs> yeah, especially because it's not where are the jokes. Like, we do actually did have jokes in her thing. So yeah, I guess... I can't look. imagine. I mean, it happens sometimes when I tell jokes no one laughs. But <laughs> to have four people just stand there being like, the thing is, you're just not funny or likeable. <laughs> but, but I do think that Rachel Bloom gives some really, really good advice here, which is separating your art and craft from who you are. I think that's like something that's really resonated with me actually um, is that, yeah, if someone criticizes something you've made, it doesn't mean that you're a shit person or even shit at like being a writer or a comedian or whatever it is you've just been criticized for because everyone has a good day and a bad day. So I think that was really strong advice. Yeah. Um, But it feels like Rue loses it with Widow because the competition's fucking hard. Be the star that you are. And I feel like she kind of almost went into a full-blown rant, but caught herself. I thought she was going to get on the freaking Inner Saboteur rant. Well, she, that obviously was mentioned, but I thought she was going to do like a season seven, like, you know, when she went mad after Shakespeare. But I think she just caught herself. <laughs> she does seem very angry this season. She's very annoyed at them for not coming up with things that she comes up with. But that's RuPaul. Um, yeah. They're talking about Jackie's outfit and it being a political statement. And Jeff Goldblum asks her if she's religious. She says she's not, but says it's about visibility. And that's where the controversial moment of the episode happened, which has caused a backlash and got picked up in the press. Jeff says, is there something in that religion that is anti-homosexuality and anti-women? Does that complicate the issue? I'm thinking out loud and maybe being stupid. Um, So what did you make of, of what he said? I think... What do I think? I think it's fair to ask that question, but not of Jackie. I don't feel like any other person, if someone would have come out in a very, you know, Catholic outfit or Protestant outfit, there wouldn't be questions about Catholicism's treatment of homosexuals over the years. I feel like no other religion, they would have brought this up. And it is why Jackie have to defend... It's not Jackie's role to defend Islam. Well, Those questions I mean, are valid. I just don't think it's, they're valid on a drag queen competition show. I think people, a lot of people are bringing that, the point up that you've made, which is about Christian and Catholicism. And I, I wonder whether the answer is not that we shouldn't criticise any of these religions, but maybe we should criticise them all. I, I don't think it's like, well, we didn't say that about this, so we shouldn't say it about this. And actually, it's funny people are saying that because the Celebrity Drag Race episode, um, one of the contestants, I won't spoil who it is, and because he's not actually famous and no one knows who it is, he brings up the fact he he was brought up in black church and they were very anti-gay. And so it, it literally has just been mentioned that Christian 
issues with the LGBT community. I don't think the answer is to pretend this isn't real. This is a reality and I think it's valid to bring it up. And I think it's really worrying in general when people criticise someone for asking a question. Because if people are scared to ask questions and show curiosity about real issues, then no one's ever going to learn anything. Like the conversation that happens because Jeff Goldblum brings this up is interesting and quite important. So if he hadn't done that, maybe we would have skirted over it. I I agree, but I feel like what it's not upon Jackie to defend. Jackie wasn't saying, or def- she wasn't saying like, oh, Islam is this religion tolerant of homosexuals and women. And I feel like she was being asked to defend it, where I feel like another queen, like a Monique Hart, who comes from black church, wasn't asked to defend the black church's history with homosexuality. Yeah, that's very true. But I think Monique Hart, her storyline when she came on the show was as someone who had been through that. Well, I say been through that. She actually was the perpetrator of it because she was running the conversion camps, wasn't she? She was a counsellor. But her story was that she had found the light and no longer wanted to be associated with that. Whereas I guess because Jackie's worn this outfit on the runway, um, we don't know what her story is. I guess it's interesting for us to know. And like she says, she does have misgivings with the religion. And I think if you wore that, you kind of it's not crazy for you to then be asked about it, where you stand on the whole thing. And she, I think, she, does she not say she's not religious? Yeah, she says she's not. So I, I I find that a bit unusual. I get that, I like the fact she wore the outfit. I like the statement of it. I like the thing about visibility. But if she doesn't identify as that, doesn't that open a whole other kind of worms? Oh, yeah. Well, not for me, but I'm sure the Twitter mob were after it. Well, I mean, is... Forgive my ignorance on this, but is Muslim similar to Judaism, which is if you're born Jewish, you you can never really not be Jewish. Is it the same with being Muslim? Can you ever denounce that religion? Muslim is like Christianity. They're like keen to convert. So you can convert, but you can convert to Judaism, but I, I don't think you can opt out of it. But it's... Unless I'm wrong, I might very well be. Well, you can say you're not practising. Yeah, not practising, but I think it almost... There's, some people describe Judaism more uh, along the lines of a race rather than a religion. Yeah, yeah. I think the way Christianity and Islam are set up, they are they're big on recruitment, whereas Judaism is much more you're the chosen ones. But, like, obviously <laughs> religion and politics are inseparable. It's this about... feels like... Yeah... <laughs> This feels like a landmine. <laughs> <laughs> Moon, please go over it all and check we haven't said anything too offensive. <laughs> um, although, if we take some of the heat off Jeff Goldblum, never mind. Um, so yeah, this was controversial, but I think it's good for everyone, us, anyone to talk about these things. I don't think it's good not to talk about them. Um, she, she, Jackie talks about how the Muslim ban destroyed a lot of her faith in this country. And Jackie cries, and then Jeff's... On the verge of tears, which is already getting to me. I must admit, I cried in this episode quite a lot. Um, Because of Widow's Shoes, not this. No, I'm joking. (laughs) It was because of this. And then we get a change in tone because Jeff wants to know about tucking. He's a very curious man, isn't he? He's not afraid to ask. He is. I mean, Gigi's tuck was flawless. It was so smooth. <laughs> she 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 dodges the question though. I love the fact in this political episode, the thing that was deemed too far was explaining a tuck. That was uh-huh. like the inappropriate thing. But I would have loved it if she'd answered, "Well, life 
finds a way. I would have loved a Jurassic Park <laughs> reference in there. Um, we get Michelle getting cut off by a satellite again. Did you find these bits funny? Uh, no, I could have done without those. <laughs> I-, I did find them funny, but I also find it funny they're criticising the queens for, like, repeating a joke, where Track Race is the show of repeating jokes over and over again. <laughs> so we find out the placements. Sherry's safe. Do you think she should have been safe? Well, we barely saw her, so I don't know. Yeah. Um, They're going to show her. I bet when Sherry finds us bad at the challenge, we'll, like, get every single second of it. Yeah, but she has been bought on the last two weeks and we still haven't seen that much of it. Um, oh, no, we we did see her full um, advert last week, which was quite bad, wasn't it? Yeah. Heidi and Crystal are also safe. And a lot of people are saying this, like, who'd have thought they'd still be here at this point? Yeah, Crystal is... Uh, she's getting a favourable edit. Again, I like her, but I do feel like she's not bringing a huge amount of dynamism and I feel like they're being very very kind to her well I remember in um season seven apparently there was a lot of discussion about whether they could potentially crown Katya just because she'd become so popular and I have a feeling that one year they're just going to do that and I wonder if like Crystal seems to be becoming the most popular along with Heidi whether they might just say nuts to the competition and just crown one of the queens that everyone loves she is really popular, isn't she? I've seen on Twitter and that Crystal is really popular. And a lot of people are saying it's shocking how popular Crystal is because she's still not getting a lot of airtime, really. Well, in terms of confessionals and storylines, she just kind of... Her storyline is had... Rue liking her hair, really. She hasn't had a moment, do you know what I mean? She hasn't had, like, a wow moment. Yeah, that's very true. Um, but Jada does get another moment. She wins for the second time. Uh, do you agree with this? No, I thought Jackie won. Even though, well, Jackie won the challenge. But her runway was... Hmm. Who did win? I don't know. Heidi made me laugh the most, but that was just not... That was just through her face reacting. (laughs) It would have been cool if Heidi won two in a row. But I think Jada did deserve the win. I thought... And especially because she's been doing so well overall in the competition. So I think that kind of counts. Like, she's almost won a couple of other challenges. So she deserves this one, I think. Um, Gigi is safe, which a lot of people are saying is controversial and that she's getting a that pass. That is... Do you know what it was? Here's my conspiracy theory. Yes. Well, that Gigi was the worst, but yeah, they were too scared to put her in her lip sync against Widow, thinking yes. what Widow has proven herself to be a really good lip syncs. Well, Widow's I mean, already so beaten Gigi once in the first yeah. episode. So I think it was literally the producer being like, we can't risk that. So we just would rather risk Jackie going than risk Gigi going. I think you're 100% right about that. Yeah. Um, but then Gigi actually cries, which is unusual for a robot, and says, you will not see me in the bottom again. Which, I, this is when I actually like Gigi, when she's like shows this kind of cunty nerve. You know, yeah. she did it in the Snatch Game episode of Taru, like, I understand your concern, but I do not share your concern. Was that the quote? Mm-hmm. Something yeah, like that, that is. Um, so she gets a pass and we get Jackie versus Widow. And the lip sync is to Firework by Katy Perry. That's my favourite Katy Perry song. Is it? <gasps> wow. Mine yours? is... Um, oh, it's so hard to choose. I think it bon might appetit. be... <laughs> No, imagine. <laughs> it might be E.T. I love E.T. Um, what? 
Yeah, I really, like, I, I really I love waking up in Vegas, actually. But I guess that's a bit of a... That feels like it wasn't even Katy Perry now, because she's changed so much since then. Um, and what else do I really like? Now, I'm going to stick with E.T. E.T.'s really cool. Oh, it has I, no melody. Are you thinking of Dark Horse? No, E.T. doesn't have a melody, actually. But it just has this amazing vibe, and it feels quite cool, because often Katy Perry can be quite cheesy. Because controversially, I don't like Teenage Dream, which I think is often called the best Katy Perry song. It is. Oh, Mr. Sean Kitchener, who I know I've mentioned you before. Go follow yeah. him, guys, on Twitter. He's brilliant. Every yeah. week, for some charity, he does, like, um, pop... Uh, on Twitter, he does like uh, pop. I've seen polls. that, like a tournament, yeah. Like a tournament, and this week was Katy Perry and Teenage Dream won by a mile. Yeah, I would have expected that, but it never. To me, it sounded like a ripoff of um, a Pink song, which I guess the same people worked on it. But it sounded a little bit like Raise Your Glass, which I love. Um, and I think people just love the nostalgic theme of it, but it just never resonated with me. Um, in fact, I'll. From that album, Teenage Dream, it was... I didn't like California Girls really either. And I didn't really like... Um, no, I do like Last Friday Night, but it's just a bit of a cheesy bop. So for me, E.T. was always the standout, to be honest. Um, so hopefully that'll be a lip sync soon. Yes! But this, I'm happy for you, Charlie, that you got your firework lip sync. Uh, do you think they slayed it? I do! I, th- I do think... Um... Widow got a bit crazy and out of control. And she was thinking she was giving it, like, a lot of soul. And Katy Perry does not do soul. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Katy Perry is just, like, cheesy pop bop. You don't but need this... to bring, like, Aretha Franklin to it. it but this work. song does have meaning, so I can see why she did go in that direction. Because it's kind of... And it's a belter. It's not really, like, a... When do they decide the lip sync? Well, I've heard that sometimes queens have been caught off guard and they've changed the lip sync at the last moment. But I think generally speaking, they get told the day before. Because I said this song very favours Jackie. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess we didn't know what Jackie, what her lip sync was like. Um, It was, it's a shtick. It's going to be about Ben de la Creme, isn't it? It'll always be a shtick. Well, it kind of... People were talking about this yesterday and they were saying, oh, it's like how So Emotional really suited Sasha over Shay. And it's a bit like, but we didn't really know that till we watched them lip sync because beforehand yeah. I would have probably thought Shay would slay So Emotional. And um, so Detox yeah. confirmed... Yes, that is the best season example. Season five, it changed last minute to a song Jinx had told producers was in her repertoire. Yes, I'd heard that as well. So I think they do have previous for doing this. And yes, for example, last week... I think, well, I guess Shaka Khan was on the panel, but I think they knew, obviously, putting Widow in the bottom would mean the other person would be going home. So I think they look at who they want to leave and what the likely outcome is. Um, yeah, and Jackie, I guess, firework makes sense for her. I like the fact she started off comedic, doing the plastic bag, despite it not being very green, but it was funny, and then she turned emotional. Yeah. Do, were you expecting a reveal? Well, under the... No, I wasn't. You can't reveal a hijab. I agree that... I agree she was right not to, but I have to admit, I thought she was going to. It was worrying. Widow ripped her stars off, though. Yeah, I mean, she should have done that before the runway, but yeah. That was a good moment. Um, But my favourite moment, I'm going to say, of season 12 is Jeff Goldblum crying. (laughs) It is! I cried when he cried. I just thought it was really special. And just because he's... His face is so emotive. He's just looked so, like, genuinely touched. I just thought it was really heartwarming. (laughs) Yeah, and it melted my soul. I mean, 
I am a sucker for straight men crying, I must admit. Like, whenever they do, I just think it's just the cutest thing. Um, But someone said this yesterday online, and I thought it was interesting, which was this was Jackie's episode. And I think it's funny that you can have an episode be your episode, even though you were in the bottom, but it did feel like she is the star of this episode. It is, but does that spell trouble of being like, she's had her episode now? Yeah, I think the way that Jan right. had her musical episode is that well, you're done now. That was also my fear for Heidi winning last week. I was like, do, will it feel like her trajectory is done? Um, yeah, it feels like Jackie maybe might be done. I feels don't like know. Storylines come to an end. But she says to Rue, "I won't let you down again." Um, but I think she will. And um, did you, did you think at first that Widow ignored Jackie after the lip sync when she came up to hook her? No, was there shade? Jackie goes over, but I think Widow genuinely was just crying so much she couldn't hug her because then she hugs her right at the end. But at first she did like completely blankety blanker, giving a bit of a Fifi O'Hara moment. <laughs> Fifi, I tried to hug you though. Um, so we get Widow gone, sobbing on the way out, even though Rue says you did not let me down. And it is quite a heartbreaking elimination, don't you think? Yeah, it is. She has, I feel like Widow has so much sadness in her soul. <laughs> well, she's called Widow. She has to be mournful. Um, it's, it reminded me of Rockham Sakura's exit, just like really gut wrenching because they're crying so much. It's, and Jeff's still crying. It's just crying, crying, crying. Um, and then after all those tears and all that emotion and all those political statements, what Widow chooses to say before she leaves is always let your thighs rub together like they harmonize. <laughs> <laughs> Is is there a reference I'm not getting here, or is that just a weird thing to say? I had never heard that reference. I, I guess is that meant to be like pro uh, plus size thing? Like it doesn't I matter that your so. thighs rub together, like you're in harmony. Um, I think sometimes it's better just to say nothing at all. To be honest, um, <laughs> at the end we, we get a little clip of Jeff Goldblum on the set alone. Um, he's just such a quirky, eccentric person, and I think that really shone in this episode. So I really enjoyed him on it. Um, did you? I oh, yeah, loved him. Yeah, I don't think we need to see him again. I think he's shown enough, but yeah, <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Although a lot of people are saying they would like to see Rachel Bloom become regular, and I would back that, because I think she was a really, really good guest judge with great advice. Um, so we get the preview for next week. Charlie, is next week the penultimate week? No. I want to make many challenge qu- comes so early. How many queens are there? Six. Left after this, after Widow. Yeah. And we get four in the finale. Oh, so yeah, so it should be next week, one more week than the finale. Is that right? Yeah. Oh. So uh, it's the makeover next week and they're making over super fans of the show. Um, I mustn't have got that email. I don't know what happened. (laughs) But it looks like they're doing female fans. Yeah. Um, Who do you expect to win this? Who be good... Oh, I think it might be Jade or Gigi. I've got a feeling they're all going to be good at this, apart from Heidi. I think Heidi is will be going struggle. next week. I think Crystal will struggle. I think Crystal and Heidi. Will but struggle. she's got iconic make. Crystal's a really good makeover eyes, a makeup eyes. So you'd think she'd be really good at that. I think she might win. I don't think. I think it will be Jada won't win twice in a row because Jada. Hmm. Wait, who am I missing? Oh, Sherry, I forgot about her. I think Jada might win because someone said yesterday on Reddit, if Jada wins, then they'll be going into the finale GG, Jada, Sherry, all with three wins. 
So uh, I think sometimes I Jackie. I think Jackie's gonna go. I think I think Jackie's storyline is up. I don't think she's amazing at makeup. I think Jackie's going next week. But then we know now Jackie's quite a good lip syncer. And Heidi, people are saying is good lip syncer. I think she's a bit disappointing considering how amazing a dancer she is. I haven't been gagged by any of her lip syncs yet. So if they end up the bottom two, I mean, we're getting very elaborate in our prediction here. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I I feel like it'll be Heidi and I think Crystal might finally get her win. Um, Yeah, it's going to be a good episode. Um, In the preview, Ross Matthews says, what in the fuck am I looking at? Who do, you, do you think that's for real or do you think they're tricking us again? No, they're tricking us again. But what if I can look at that? Because this is amazing. Why do I fall? Why do I fall for it every time? Um, so we need to explain. So today the episode came out on Monday. This episode, uh, t- the plan is tomorrow we're going to be putting out Drag Race Secret Celebrity, and as a result, we won't be putting out an episode on Thursday of the Ed and Charlie Show because we simply cannot put that many hours out of podcast a week. It's just not ethical. However, we don't know how many of you are going to have access to Drag Race Secret Celebrity because it's not the easiest thing to find, especially in the UK. So let us know what you want. Would you rather have the Ed and Charlie show than Drag Race Secret Celebrity, which runs for four weeks? Would you, if you really want, we could try and do both. Or we can do none of it. <laughs> just let us, know what, you, <laughs> just let us know what you want. They're like, stop podcasting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so hopefully, well, no, we will see you tomorrow. We're going to do it this week at the very least. Um, and until then, look over there. Let's click it out. <laughs> <laughs> Wash your hands. <laughs>